In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co-Indoc Pro. It's episode 8, and I'm your host, Jake, and I'm with my co-hosts, Jake, Luke, there, that way everybody knows <laughs> whose voice is whose. It's a little confusing with two Jakes. Yeah, apparently people were getting a little confused, they didn't know who was who, and I'm like, if it's not me, it's the other guys. <laughs> So they can't see us like in high school and they just pick Jake's. Yeah. They know Jake's. who we were. So. Yeah. So anyway, <coughs> appreciate everybody tuning back in. Anybody that's still listening at this point, don't know. Although I did check the stats. We've had some international listeners. We'd oh, like shit. to say thank you to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. Pretty, Pretty cool. badass, man. Yeah. I was like. I didn't realize, so when you kind of check the stats, break uh, the breakdown of the stats, um, it just shows like the world, right? And then there's a tab on top of that that you can kind of toggle to, to the side and it'll give you like the state's breakdown and then it'll give you the country's breakdown of like where they're coming from, the listeners or whatever. And so pretty cool, man. We're, uh, we're pretty big in uh, Mississippi, so... <laughs> For real, people, like that's one of our biggest listening bases is Mississippi and Colorado. God damn. So welcome all you Mississippiites. Ands? Mississippians? I don't know. Don't know. All I know is you guys got badass blues. <clears throat> Mississippi Fred McDowell, he's my favorite blues musician. God damn. Even though technically he lived in Tennessee, but right on the border so but you guys got jesse may hemphill she's pretty good too so nice he's he's got the jazz fucking or blues blues, blues. not thinking. just any blues hills country blues god damn jeez this guy you're fired yeah. well see you guys yep, later, later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah it's pretty cool seeing that we've got some <clears throat> listeners in uh other places i've had some people in the other countries like ireland that was a shocker. Yeah. And uh, the UK, one in Sweden, so Fuck yeah. we think that's probably Nodevit's uh, spirit Yeah, listening in. Just making sure we're holding it down for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that bastard's been trying to sleep paralysis us ever since that episode. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> 
we should actually start recording the conversations we have before we start recording because those conversations are almost more interesting to listen to than the podcast. Yeah. Just don't want to get canceled. Oh, true. Yeah. Those are private conversations. One, one day I'm going to come in, I'm just going to hit record because I don't even know it. <laughs> and then I'll just make a little... I was not in here for those. that. That was not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we'll do like Tim Cast. We'll uh, have like a... The listeners only, or whatever he has, mm-hmm. the subscribers, oh, yeah. subscribers only. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But we're not making any money, and we're not monetized, so we're not going to do that. Yeah, got to fucking work. Got to work in the morning. We got jobs. <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow. Vacation Son day, of a bitch. Anyway, we're back at you, episode eight. So uh, <coughs> some crazy shit's gone down since our last podcast. I don't know if yeah. you guys heard, but Biden got pooped on by a bird. Holy shit. Literally. Yep. Well. But that was actually debunked by Snopes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm not even kidding you. I, it was debunked by Snopes. They said that it was um, some kind of a corn processing juice <laughs> or something, something like that. Like he was in some kind of a ethanol type of facility and... It was some corn juice that squirted out onto his lapel. Jesus. Looked like bird shit. Looked like bird shit to me. I mean, come on. Pence had a fly on his head. Mm -hmm. Big old black fly on his white hair for like 30 minutes. And it was just staying there. I have a theory that that was actually a drone. That was not DARPA bugs. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see that thing where they grew the, uh, like electronics into a moth and they were controlling it? Mm-hmm. The video that shit's fucking crazy. I didn't see that one specifically, but a lot of the DARPA stuff that's out there is pretty wild. We're gonna shit. do an episode just on DARPA. In fact, we could probably just do a whole month on DARPA. Yeah, <laughs> this shit's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, because we're just gonna end up with Google. We're gonna talk about YouTube. We're gonna talk about D Wave. Basically everything. It was all tied to DARPA. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. Yep. Come back for that one. And then uh, other crazy shit happened. That New York City subway got shot up yesterday or the day before, and they ended up catching that crazy bastard. <clears throat> and then uh, it's been snowing here in Idaho. We've all had crazy eyebrow hairs we've had to get rid of. I still of. got them. Dude, you're still looking Check pretty trim today. I haven't trimmed them. Oh, really? See that? I just push them right up. I can see. I can from see this one side, on the angle. Get closer. <laughs> that was another one of the pre-recording conversations we had. It was about crazy eyebrow hairs, and then it was like, I don't know, Why a week you? a week later, and then I was wearing a beanie because it's snowing here in <laughs> April, and I just happened to look up as I was washing my hands at the sink, and in the mirror, the side of my eyebrow was like mutated and was coming up out of the beanie and i'm like dude what the hell you should change the cover of cohen dog pro to that that. That i took a picture and sent it to the guys i was like dude really (laughs) shit's ridiculous and then uh california work workers you may be going to be going to a 32 hour work week that's what the hell that'd be pretty sweet yeah wouldn't that be neat yeah so good on you fuckheads 
And they're all probably working here remotely, so. Probably. <laughs> so, yeah, but the uh, snow thing here has been a little bit, little bit crazy, I will say, to the uh, weather war cobbless bastards that are making it snow. You guys can all eat my shorts because you've killed all my plants. <laughs> oh, how did the wrapping go? Yeah, so <laughs> the wrapping went fine for the first two or three days. So I've been out there every night trying to wrap the fresh buds that are growing on my flowers. And to look at me, you would not think that, you know, I have a green thumb, but this guy gives a shit. my ass. I got a green thumb, man. I've got good roses. I've got good hydrangeas. And I've got good peonies. Well, normally, but I think that... that these weather-worn bastards killed my peonies, so... But you keep the roses away from the house, right? Because they draw yeah. ants. Yeah. Right? They're semi-away from the house. Okay. The enforcer made me put them where they're at, so there's <laughs> nothing I can do about ants or not ants. So... But anyway, to all the uh, Californians out there that are listening, that are thinking about moving here, that they're going to tell you that this is... Uh, this doesn't normally happen. It does. They're lying to you. Yep. They're lying to you. Winter this is normal. lasts from August 31st until June 5th. Yep. Here. <laughs> and so. then it's like 130 degrees in those other months. Yep. So it's like, yeah. It's a really awful place to live, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to tell you. Yeah. We're trying to get out. Really. Yeah, I've been trying yeah. for years. Nobody will buy my house. Trying to get to yeah. California. Yep. And with this 32-hour work week thing, I think we're going to be relocating the podcast down there. Yeah. So. Speaking of which, <laughs> I was thinking on the way on the way over here, I was like, you know how badass it would be if we took and we made the podcast like Bugs Band Crab Dagger? <laughs> oh, Remember? shit. And they would yeah. just go around and they just play the random Cracker Barrel shows yeah. or whatever. We should start doing that at the podcast. Hey, that's interesting. You could get just like random people. To yeah. come and sit with you yeah. and talk some shit. Yeah, and we'll just do it at random places. Yeah. Hmm. So his band, Gra- Crab Dagger, right? Mm-hmm. These guys would drive around in this van, and then they would just call all their friends and let everybody know where the show was going to be that night, and people would go post up in the parking lots or whatever, and then they would roll up in their van, they would jump out, set up like this really tiny drum set and a really tiny guitar amp and then they would just play really loud grindcore music mm-hmm. until they were going to get kicked out and then they would grab their shit throw it in the van and then take off <laughs> yeah. and all the people that were watching the show was like you know sitting in their car with their binoculars <laughs> from <laughs> across the parking lot that's the best show ever what was that thing that people is like a flash show they call them flash, flash mobs. mobs yeah so a yeah. flash show or some shit so you need to get bugged to reunite Crab Dagger. That's a, that's actually a pretty good idea for the... Yeah. We're going to do that with the podcast. We're just going to randomly set up. We'll just take like a picnic table. Card table? Card table. We'll just, throw it up. And... Just go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Take this thing mobile. On tour, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going Dog Pro on tour. That's right. Um, this week, a bunch of people were sending me the documentary that, uh, watched the water on rumble. Um, I sent it to you guys. It's pretty good. The first part of it, I think is a little, 
it's like a newscast from some crazy dude. I can't remember his name. Um, but anyway, he was a little bit kind of like fear monger type, but when they actually got to the documentary and do the, the interviews, it's a, it's about the remdesivir and, um, connections with snake venom and, uh, potentially, you know, COVID in the water. And it's pretty, pretty interesting, uh, (laughs) documentary, but I'm going to throw my theory out there right now. COVID's being delivered via aerosolized spraying. Boom. Yep, and I, when we do the chemtrail episode, which maybe we should do that next week. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna mic drop everybody with the, the science behind it. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yes, it's a good it's a good documentary. I watched it uh, or listened to it and watched part of it. But, well, that type of shit's like no different than fluoride in the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let's let's figure out other ways to get. Hey, this. fluoride's good for your teeth, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's good for uh, anti-cavity. Shit. Freeze up that pineal gland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your third eye open, son. <clears throat> um, do you guys have anything else from that you wanted to add from this week? I'll just throw something weird in that's an ongoing thing with the whenever you see the <clears throat> shit about uh Zelensky yeah Ukraine shit yeah, yeah. you ever notice in like every article they spell his last name different I all the time I haven't noticed that I always fucking notice hmm. that it's like sometimes there's two y's sometimes it ends with an i sometimes it ends with an i y it's just like it's never spelled right sometimes there's two y's maybe it's autocorrect just getting everybody maybe I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Hmm. That is weird. I don't know. I did see a <clears throat> fact check thing that came out the other day about him not being related to George yeah. Soros. From the, the Pentagon. So I thought, said it. yeah, when I saw that, I was like, hmm, this dude's probably related to George Soros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fact check. Pentagon says related to George Soros. But they fact-checked it, so we're good. Yeah. Debunked. Debunked. Yeah. Debunked. Thank you. Thank you very much. I went through and just uh, just today while I was just kind of messing around, I was looking at a bunch of Snopes articles that were had popped up or whatever, and most of them were, you know, debunked or whatever. And then there was the um, there was one about Trump. And, of course, that one was not. Well, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was correct, and it was like this big green check mark. Correct. This has been verified. Yeah. <clears throat> Even though CEO from Snopes uh, got himself in some hot water for plagiarism a couple years ago and apparently got removed from his position of power. So what's up now, son? <laughs> that was um, the whole Elon Musk. I was just going to say that. It's fucking I nuts. I haven't seen anything mm-hmm. yet about if they're going to sell to him. But <sighs> it would be fucking hilarious. If they sold it to him and then Elon Musk shut Twitter down, that oh, would be yeah. the funniest shit mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Or he just, either way, it's like if he opens it up and just says, eh, you know, free speech, do your shit, mm-hmm. it'll, he'll just be the target for he's promoting hate, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But and then the, <clears throat> the Twitter guy now is like, speech should be censored. What? Is that Jack Dorsey? No, no, no. The uh, the other guy, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the only one I know is 
Jack Dorsey. Yeah, and, he's not. He's not anymore. Yeah, it's, I know that he's the. There's that big that big interview that everybody references with that guy saying that mm-hmm. speech should be censored type of shit. It's mm-hmm. just like, fuck you, pal. Maybe yeah. you should check out the First Amendment of the Constitution, yeah. dude. Yeah. Take a hike. That was pretty funny. Uh, <clears throat> during all the riots and shit, when uh, Cuomo was talking about, you tell me where it says a. Oh yeah, <laughs> a ramen kid. <laughs> ramen kid's in there. You did. <laughs> says it right there. <laughs> That's the best video ever, dude. <laughs> Says it right there. <laughs> Who fucking eats dry ramen? I'm not gonna lie. I, when I was a kid, I used to eat it like that. Sprinkle that shit on top and then yeah. eat it like a sandwich. I didn't, but Bobby did. I remember being there. It's like, what in the hell? Put that shit in some water, <laughs> dude. That's prison style, man. That's not good. I remember I made you ramen once. Yeah, at mom and dad's. Probably. I remember eating a lot of ham and cheese sandwiches over there. <laughs> you were like, that was your thing. Fuck yeah. Ham just cheese, cheese, man. No, we yeah. didn't eat anything else. Just cheese and bread. That's true. <laughs> Fuck that. As long as that cheese ain't torn. Yeah. No torn cheese. <laughs> I thought about that when I was driving by Cobby's the other day. I was like, dude, I should grab a Cobby's before our next episode and bring it in. I'll just get it. <laughs> You know, me and Luke a normal one, and then you'll get just a cheese one, cheese and some mayo. <laughs> Fucking fuck mayo! God damn it! Uh, cheese, ham, turkey, mustard—that is all you need. That's right. You don't need any of that other bullshit. That is all you need. That's and that's a grinder fuck sandwich, mayo. dude. The thing about Cobby's that was awesome was that they had the unlimited chips. Remember how many we were just going there, and we would just keep sticking our arm up the tube grabbing the chips. I've had Cobby's in years. I keep thinking about that place. We need to go there. I know. It's fucking good back Luke used to always pay for it, too. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you very much for yeah. all those free sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> the only one with a job. <laughs> yep. I remember me and Jake were there one time. <clears throat> he ordered a sandwich. Oh, and they had, shit. you know, that really high counter so you can't see what they're doing. Yeah. They handed it to Jake and he's like, you made this wrong. And then he stood there and watched him make it wrong again. And I was like, you made that right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just waiting for him to fuck up and then tell him afterward, hey, that's wrong. Oh, like, damn. You know that they were doing that because they were just going to feed their kids when they got home. Right? <laughs> oh, I need at a, least seven of these sandwiches. <laughs> just like going to fucking Taco Bell, you order a bean burrito with no fucking onions, and they put fucking onions on it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They did that, and I had to fucking... Slap a fucking burrito on the ground with <laughs> shit everywhere. Did it twice. God damn. I hate onions. They smell bad, but they taste good. No, fuck that. Fuck onions. <laughs> I got a quick onion story real quick. My dad, I asked if I if he would take me to buy some... I was a kid. I asked if he'd take me to buy some ice cream. And uh, he go, we had a garden at the time, and he was picking onions and he's like i'll take you to buy some ice cream whatever ice cream you want if you eat this whole onion no and i was like yeah okay (laughs) it's like will ferrell from uh elf anything for you dad (laughs) and i ate half of the onion raw onion and it was a big one i remember it being big and uh 
He did, he he took me and got some ice cream, but he didn't make me eat the whole thing. I bet you didn't even taste the ice cream. Probably not. God damn. Fuck onions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else before we jump into it? <clears throat> I'm ready to go. I think. Cool. Well, uh, I just have one quick uh, correction from last week. I had mentioned the uh, uh, D-Wave quantum computer chip looking like Solomon's Temple um, when actually it resembled Herod's Temple a little bit more. Um, And the theory behind that was that, and I didn't explain this very well last week, but that the theory behind it was that D-Wave was inspired demonically and that they were copying God's design of the temple design in the computer chipset but that to me that didn't really make sense because herod was not a great dude and um in fact when he found out that jesus was born he tried to send the magi to tell him where he was born so he could go kill him because he didn't want this king to be born and then uh when his family you know fled and went went to egypt um herod had all the kids that were that age in Bethlehem killed. So I'm not really sure that D wave was inspired or I'm sure. I'm, I don't know if Herod was inspired mm-hmm. uh, divinely in the uh, layout of that temple. So I'm just throwing, that's just my theory. So I'm sure that there's theologians out there that will argue with me, but I just want to clear that up. And then I had mentioned that, um, you know, Solomon's temple was kind of like the, you know, a center for occult activity and a lot of that stuff. Well, in the beginning, it was actually um, designed and, and housed the Holy of the Holies, which was the Ark of the Covenant and the other stuff from the Ark um, from, you know, back in uh, Abraham's day. And uh, Solomon seemed like he was a good dude and, and all that stuff. And then at some point, everything started kind of devolving and then that temple kind of became a center of idolatry worship, Baal worship, mm. ball worship. <laughs> two A's, not two L's. Oh. Yeah. And then at some point after uh, the Babylonians ransacked uh, Jerusalem and took it over, it became like a an area for Babylonian type of rituals, magic, sacred prostitution, stuff like that. So um, I was just pulling the Biden last week, just randomly. <laughs> I got hair on my legs and the kids like to put their hands through it. So, sorry about that, folks. Anytime I talk, don't pay attention to me. When Luke talks, listen up. I don't know about that. But. So, anyway, we're going to talk about time travel this week. <clears throat> so, just shoot the shit. Nope. Real quick, before we go any further, shoot the shoot. If you could travel back in time, where would you go and what would you do? Boom, Luke, go. Don't make me get the Jeopardy music out. I'd probably go back and tell myself to actually buy Bitcoin when I first heard about it. I remember Jake and I talking about it. And I think if we would have bought like a hundred bucks worth of it, we'd been like billionaires now. So that would probably be one thing. Or... I don't know. Go back to see if the dinosaurs were real. Or <laughs> <laughs> see if the dinosaurs are real. I don't know. What right. are those? All right, Jake, what about you? <clears throat> if you could go back in time or you could time travel, where would you go? What would you do? I mean, that's the thing. Are you just there oh, to observe? October 5th, 1955. Oh, shit. Or 15th. What? 
Back to the Future. Back to the Future, 2050. Oh, shit. <laughs> 88 miles an hour. <laughs> 88 millions. <laughs> um, I don't know. Are you going there to, to a, just observe? Anything. Or are you trying to like... It doesn't matter. This is time travel. Because I'll tell you what I'd do. So. I'd time travel. I'd go back to sophomore year, 1998. And I would hide out right behind myself as I was walking to like class and I would pantyhose over my face, <laughs> jump out of the shadows and just knuckle punch myself right in the side of the temple. <laughs> Flat knock myself out. And I'd be like, you shouldn't have done that. And then I would time travel right back to here and we'd be sitting here talking. Like some guy punched me in the fucking head. <laughs> I was dumb. I'm still dumb, but I was dumb back then. So anybody out there that happens to know me, I apologize. <laughs> well, we know you. We've known you since then. Yeah. And, but still. <laughs> I can punch you in the head. Yeah. I still apologize. <laughs> I can, but that's what I'd do. I don't know. All right. Well, then you think about it and you just report back. At some I'll report back. That's a, that's a tall order. You know? Or Are you trying to like... Just observe things, or are you trying to gain for yourself? I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing to think about. Yeah. Well, I'd be gaining myself because I had to knock myself out, <laughs> and then maybe I would have been like permanent brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he couldn't make it through math in the workplace. Yeah. That did happen. That did. Holy shit! There it is. Yeah. Problem solved. Actually, I'd probably go back further than that, but I'd still do the same thing. <laughs> It'd be like that episode from Boston Beatdown where they just jumped out and nabbed Moby. That? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'd do. And nobody nobody wears pantyhose over their face anymore when they do stuff like that. Why not? Because I would. they got the masks on. Yeah, but the masks don't look cool. Yeah, yeah you pantyhose got your nose looks all cool. fucked up. Yeah, and... it smashes your face yeah. down. That's good. So. Anyway. You'd have to do Think... that when you're outside <clears throat> while your parents were watching JFK. Yeah. <laughs> Just run over and just smash myself. <laughs> but everybody should think about that. What yeah. they would do, like, what would be the the purpose, one thing? The one thing. And why would you do it? Yeah. Because yeah. I'd be trying to save humanity from my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because anyway. right now you're just spewing stupidity out to humanity. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, we should have stopped that. Yeah. Mercy, humanity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, talking time travel today. Um, Going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes. We're not really presenting a bunch of fact and stuff. More of like some kind of strange stories and theories behind it. And it's more of this one's a little bit more like a conversation. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. But you want to take it off? You had some stuff that kind of connected into... CERN from last week. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest ones um, is the Philadelphia experiment. Um, and that one, uh, for people that don't know, uh, this was back in uh, the 40s, kind of during World War II era. Uh, They're exp experimenting with um, magnets on a battleship, trying to make it invisible to um, radar. And supposedly, they fired this thing up, it disappeared, reappeared in, um, was it 80-something? 80 80 Supposedly. The Al Bilek shit. 
Yeah. Um, and then came back and people were fused with the ship. Um, and a bunch of them were like batshit crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People went crazy and all that kind of stuff. And funny, there's an X-Files episode that kind of does that same mm-hmm. thing where you get fused into shit. Yep. Yeah. And then Cloverfield Paradox. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one yep. was had a lot of the references to that too. Which makes me wonder how or why why they would be fused to the ship, you know? Mm. Like uh something to do with it went out of yeah. Went out of space and then everybody was displaced and it came back in and everybody just everything went, just shifted a yeah. little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> and the heat or something of re entry. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Um Yeah, because they were alive. Like fused in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have like And a bunch of people were like eviscerated right there was people that like almost spontaneously erupted that were just like guts gut piles i think so Mm -hmm. that's what i'd heard yeah well then there's the ones of then people seeing the ghosts of the people Mm -hmm. like walking in like in the some bar around that area that people would see these like ghost soldiers walk in that were you know of that era Mm-hmm. Yeah, wearing they just, like their the navy old, tans. Yeah, or whatever. the old the old shit, and then they'd sit down, and then people would just like look away, and then they were gone. But just like people trapped in, yeah, some mm-hmm. kind of weird state. Yeah. So what I thought was <clears throat> really interesting about that whole uh, <clears throat> experiment was with CERN and the um, the magnets around the uh, collider tube creating that um, like gravitational field. Um, They were kind of doing the same thing on this ship, but it wasn't contained in a tube. It was kind of just open. Yeah. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting if they're making that kind of um, like gravitational field inside the, the tube, what would happen if it was not concentrated into like an enclosed area. You'd have all these Satanists fused in with yeah. <laughs> the LHC. That's, that's probably where they learned from their mistake was, mm. well, we need to, you know, keep this encapsulated mm. versus just out in the open and shit's bouncing everywhere. But if we can control the everything on the outside of it and just keep it centralized here, we can fuck with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that I've always wondered is when that showed up um, in, I can't remember if it was 82 or 84 or something like that, if they were still working on the project in 1984, kind of trying to back engineer to the 40s to make a tunnel through time to to transport Mm. that. Yeah. But that was kind of some interesting stuff about kind of with the magnets and mm-hmm. magnetic fields and all that stuff with with CERN. Yeah, another thing that I thought was interesting <clears throat> on the that CERN side of stuff is the Higgs singlet that came up a bunch when I was kind of researching time, time travel and stuff like that and mm-hmm. essentially like the Higgs singlet is a particle that doesn't interact with like matter normally. Um and that's based off of M theory. So M theory is like the theory of everything. And so I read this pretty interesting little uh, article and I was just going to kind of 
just read this real brief portion, but it said the Higgs singlet may be able to jump through space and time, travel through a hidden dimension, and then re-enter our dimension forward or backwards in time, physicist Professor Thomas Whaler uh, stated. And then he said, um, one of the attractive things about this approach to time travel is it avoids the big paradoxes. So like the like you were saying, you know, if I go knock myself out, in you know sophomore year and then give myself brain damage creates the whole change in the future Mm -hmm. right yeah that's the paradox i believe Mm -hmm. could be or like going back and killing your grandfather so that you're never born yeah yeah um and then he said because time travel is limited to these special particles it is not possible for a man to travel back in time and murder one of his parents before himself is born However, if scientists could control the production of Higgs singlets, they might be able to send messages to the past or the future. And I thought that was really crazy Mm -hmm. how that we were talking about CERN and the Bertolucci statement of we might send something through. We don't know what's going to come back or we might get something that it's almost like they Mm -hmm. were trying to potentially make Higgs singlet to send that through and see what happens or send a message through or Mm -hmm. something like non-organic. Yeah. The DNA code for Nimrod. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I did the math and, uh, did the calculations and I think it can work. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. But the Philadelphia experiment stuff is pretty wild because when I was researching Project Montauk, which they say that Montauk was a, I and I'd even read it as well on the Philadelphia experiment that both of these were kind of created in a sci- science fiction, you know, uh, vein, mm-hmm. and then conspiracy theorists turned it into something, yeah. you know, that may have been real. But Project Montauk was kind of interesting because it was a U.S. Air Force intelligence project that they had been using kids for time travel, uh, teleportation, mind control, all this stuff, which is what sparked the dudes that created Stranger Things and Netflix. Mm -hmm. That's what it was going to be called initially. Yeah. This Montauk project. So supposedly that's kind of connected to, or it came after the Philadelphia experiment, the stuff that I was reading about the project Montauk was that it started in 46, 47, and I think Philadelphia Experiment was 43. Yeah, I think so. 43 is what I'd written down. I think I'd written that down. Yeah. But anyway, I guess it doesn't matter. We're um, just kind of more of talking about it than presenting a historical on it. But um, the Project Montauk stuff is is interesting because it brings in the agency stuff where they were also kind of starting to go into MK Ultra and the mind control teleportation and their remote viewing through the mm-hmm. gateway project. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I and don't stare at goats. That's a good movie. Yeah. So I don't put it past, you know, in the 1947 for them to be doing something like that. It was where all the paperclip dudes it, coming I was over. Just gonna all say, fucking all shit. the yep. same paperclip <clears throat> guys. Everything's the same, you know, we got free reign to go and do it over here. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, and then the other thing that's 
Maybe, maybe not. Related would be that the Brookhaven National Lab is very close to um, Montauk Air Force Station, which is on Long Island out mm-hmm. there in New York, which is where this uh, Project Montauk was taking place. And the stuff that I was kind of reading about Montauk Air Force Station was at the time it was a psyops um, location, mm-hmm. which goes back to Michael Aquino, or mm-hmm. Aquino and the Presidio in San Francisco. That also was an army Mm -hmm. psyops location, which I'm going to tie that to MKUltra and the Zodiac Killer later on when we do those episodes. Yeah. That dude was... It's His story is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what's weird, too, is all that that area all around Montauk, like you always know, see these stories of weird creatures yeah. washing up on the shore that people take pictures of and then they try to say Yeah, like Oh, this is this Montauk monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they there's like multiple that like, oh, yeah. okay, there's this weird fucking thing. It's like and, a hairless dog with a beak. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's weird shit. Mm. And it's just down the harbor from the Bridgewater Triangle. Mm-hmm. In Massachusetts, where there's like a bunch of crazy, um, like weird stuff that's happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a bunch of like Satanist stuff, and then there's a bunch of UFO stuff, and just all this really weird things, I guess, events that have taken place over there. In fact, I have a documentary that we bought when we were in Massachusetts called The Bridgewater, Bridgewater Triangle, mm-hmm. and it was made by some local filmmaker there and it's all about this whole strange triangle that goes kind of like inverted from fall river Mm -hmm. mass which is where lizzie borden was and then it kind of goes up and then it encompasses that area and supposedly there was a bunch of indian burial ground stuff that was related to that and then some of the um pilgrims coming over that kind of desecrated those grounds that kind of caused some of that but Mm -hmm. I've always wondered. It's really close to Brookhaven and Montauk. Like maybe they're yeah, just flying yeah. the quick thirty-minute loop, and you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Almost uh, moved to Bridgewater, like way back. Yeah, I love it back there. I thought it was pretty cool, but mm-hmm. I don't the know. history stuff is really awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could live there politically, but. Man, everything else is so awesome. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed with Salem because they didn't do a very good job of maintaining the historical, like that graveyard in town and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's just people just walking around, like people have knocked over like the headstones and it's just mm-hmm. in super shitty shape. But then you go to downtown Boston, like over where Franklin, some of these other guys are buried and it's like... Mm-hmm super pristine kept like the original yeah. it's whoa yeah. big difference and like paul revere's house and shit yeah that was cool i got busted for taking pictures okay. in there <laughs> <laughs> i was taking pictures of his bed dude <laughs> i'm make me one of these <laughs> it's crazy how narrow that stairway was mm-hmm. like what the fuck was this guy a pygmy or what's going yeah. on that's back in the day like charles Ingalls, man he yeah. was a little tiny guy like, you're not running anywhere quick to let anybody know anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even get out of your own stairwell, dude. Deep plane, deep plane. 
But anyway, um, back to some of the time travel stuff I thought was kind of, I, I thought was really badass. This, um, Dia Glocka, mm-hmm. the German experiment, the German project, um, for those of you that don't or aren't really familiar with it, it was a Third Reich-inspired UFO anti-gravity time machine project. They also call that the Nazi bell. Yeah. Yep. It was shaped like a bell or an acorn is what it looked like. Um, there was a bunch of, the, like I said, the paperclip scientists that we ended up seizing and bringing over here. And some of their um, evidence that they had, you know, built some of these machines. Yeah, that stuff was all kind of like taken during the paper tri- paperclip project. Mm-hmm. But allegedly, this thing was built up, and then they did a test flight with it. This was before the, you know, the empire kind of fell, mm-hmm. and um, they got they got raided by the by the allies. But supposedly took a test flight and never came back. It just kind of disappeared. And then some people have related the 1965 Kecksburg, Pennsylvania UFO incident with the uh, Diaglaka um, UFO project as well. I guess in 1965, a bunch of locals in this town called Kecksburg, Pennsylvania saw this UFO come crashing into the woods some people went out there, found it, and they found this bell-shaped object that was like the size of a Volkswagen mm-hmm. Beetle, like one of the old 60s or whatever, 50s Volkswagen Beetles. And uh, this thing had a bunch of, according to Unsolved Mysteries, when they went and interviewed a bunch of these people that were there that witnessed it or that found it, um, they said that there was a bunch of ancient hieroglyph- hieroglyphic um, markings that were on this bell. To me, I wouldn't put it past that that was those were actually Babylonian. Mm-hmm. They could have been Egyptian as well, mm-hmm. but it would have been going right back to that ritual magic, mm-hmm. yep. occult stuff. Yep, we know the Nazis were way into that. Yeah, Temple of Set, mm-hmm. all about the, all about that stuff, and that's Michael Aquino's. Um, occult group mm-hmm. temple is set but um yeah kind of weird but nasa ended up i guess doing an investigation into it and then they came out and said that it was actually like a russian probe or some kind of like a russian like spacecraft <clears throat> that had fallen out of the sky but in the 90s they lost all their documentation for what this thing was and people were doing freedom oh, of information requests and they were like oh we lost all that yeah. You know what they say about NASA? Never a straight answer. That's good. I never heard that. <laughs> yep. What's funny about that is NASA being, you know, started with paperclip mm-hmm. people, and then they're investigating something that the paperclip people built. Yeah. Of course, there's, there's yeah. not going to find anything. Definitely not a cl- conflict of interest yeah. there. NASA Nazi. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, I had, I'd also seen that on the, what is that? Um, 
ancient alien show, mm-hmm. dude with the big hair. Oh, that guy. That guy's Jesus so annoying. Christ. <laughs> but anyway, he was talking about how this bell was a conspiracy theory or something like that. I was like, yeah. Like, I got Some of the store or uh, speculation on how it worked is pretty weird, like alternating currents of liquid mercury and like spinning in like a tube inside of a tube, but in two different directions to create some weird. And then they have magnets in there too, Mm -hmm. supposedly like high powered. Yeah. It goes back to the magnet stuff, Mm -hmm. which I think it was Einstein's theory that space and time were connected. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in the fabric of space, if you could move, if you could move space and time with enough mass, everything would envelop around it. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me wonder, you know, with that particles or whatever they're spinning around, is that, is that what they're doing? Mm -hmm. Cause there was that same ancient aliens episode where the dude, uh, he was, uh, I can't remember which university he was out of, but he had the laser experiment where all the lasers were making essentially like this cylinder and and the light was, I don't know, some crazy, hmm. like all these lasers kind of like pointing at each other and it was making this void. Hmm. And he said that if you could make enough of those powerful enough that basically you, you could time travel in that void. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. It's nuts. But yeah, it's, there's so much um, weird like theories about time travel, it like is never ending. Mm-hmm. Like, just so much shit. Everybody got one. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder, like, like deja vu. You know, when you when you have those moments, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me wonder because I've had deja vu sometimes, but it's just kind of like, what? The, seems mm-hmm. like this has happened before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of the stories that was pretty awesome was that Andrew Carlson story. So he was a, he was arrested in 2003 for some SEC violations. This is a good one. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. this dude, Andrew Carlson and his last name is spelled C-A-R-L-C-A-R-L-S-S-I-N. He had made like 126 high risk stock trades. And like every single one of these high risk trades was successful. He invested like $800 and ended up making $350 million. So he gets busted by uh, the FBI. And during an interview after he had been arrested, he ends up confessing to the that he was from the future. He says, you know, he's 200 years from the future. And he offered the investigators stuff like, Hey, if you guys go lean in on my charges, I just want to get back to my, you know, time dimension or whatever, but I can give you the location of Osama bin Laden. I can tell you the cure for AIDS and HIV and like all this stuff. Right. So they're like, yeah, whatever. He ends up getting bonded out of jail by some mysterious guy, Mm -hmm. some unknown dude. It was like a million bucks or something like that. It was a really high bond. Yeah. Yeah. And so he... He gets bonded out by some guy and then he never shows back up in court. This Carlson dude never shows back up in court. He just basically vanishes. Nobody ever sees him or hears from him ever again. 
and supposedly they've found no record of this dude. Which, to me, that was the part of the story that I was like, eh, going into that interview, they probably would have had... They they would have had something. They would have known something about this guy, mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. Or they would have gone into an interview going, hey, man, like, this guy doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, who is this dude? Because yeah. <clears throat> weren't they telling him, well, tell us about your your time travel machine and he was like no i'm not going to tell you about that yeah but i'll give you all this other stuff yeah and then just disappeared yep but they say that's that's what the lottery is it's an fbi thing to catch time travelers Mm. because people come back to want to win all this money Mm -hmm. and just a sting up Mm. to catch time travelers bastards that's why I don't play the lottery, dude. Dave Ramsey said only poor people play the lottery. I'm poor. I'm poor. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that Andrew Carlson story is pretty odd. Yeah. You ever hear the, uh, I think his name is Madman Mike, time traveler story that he called into Art Bell. I just listened to like a, a re, you know, because on Spotify they have like the old Art Bell ones. Mm-hmm. I just listened to a you did? single seven oh. time travel one, but it was dude called in and it's another one where it, it's, it, I, I'm not going to be able to explain it all, but it's, it's on Spotify and you can listen to it, the old one. I, I'm pretty sure it's Madman Mike and he was just this supposed, uh, like just random, like electrical genius dude that he ended up getting busted because he was stealing uh like transformers like from this guy yeah like you know telephone poles mm. or whatever and he was building this you know electromagnetic thing and he <clears throat> he was just uh somebody's really into electrical engineering he was just kind of a i think they said like people had like actual scientists and things said, well, the shit that he's talking about is accurate. I mean, mm. what what he's trying to do makes sense. And he had this, like a, I don't know if it's, I can't remember if it was a Faraday type of thing or a Jacob's Ladder type of thing. But he had uh, like a nail. He was thrown into it and it would just disappear. Mm. And like, reappear like three seconds later and uh so he what he was trying to do was go and steal these transformers to get more power um to you know ramp up his experiment which was like in his house you know dude's like a hessian sounds like some tesla shit yeah yeah and and dude he he's on he you can hear the dude talking. He's just like, uh, yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> fucking stoner, dude. And uh, it was funny to hear some of it later on because he's only on there twice, I think. And uh, so when he was talking about throwing this nail into the contraption he made, somebody like, you know, back in the Art Bell days, they fucking faxed into art bell like Mm -hmm. 
this just solves a bunch of stuff. There's like this shit found in ancient Egypt that looks like fucking nails that from out of place or whatever. And they have like a picture that you can look at. And it was like, it's like, cause he was <laughs> throwing multiple nails in and then some fucking nail shows up in some fucking, uh, ancient history yeah. when oh. they didn't have the ability to make mm-hmm. nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking weird. And then, you know, it goes throughout the show and dude was like the, the cop that arrested him for stealing it ended up calling into the show like randomly. <laughs> and the dude ended up getting a bunch of backing because Art Bell was like, well, I got a bunch of people that are calling in and uh, sending me faxes that like they want to continue your work and stuff like that. And he's like, <laughs> no way, not if you can find me. Well, that's what he was like. He's like, eh, well, yeah, okay, that's cool. He's like, well, I'll, you know, we'll take it off the air and uh, we'll uh, let you talk to him unless you want to talk to him now or do you want to. Say I can get home. Well, uh, I guess I can give you my phone number. <laughs> Art Bell's like, well, just so you know, this goes to a lot of people. He's like, oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just gives out his goddamn phone number. <laughs> but the dude's a total fucking hesher. It's just, uh, it's hilarious. But apparently he was super smart. That, that whole thing reminds me of uh, that movie with Christian Bale and when David Bowie was Tesla. Mm-hmm. Oh, the prestige. The prestige, and he's got Good that. Movie. Yeah, he's got that giant thing with all those transformers, mm-hmm. and that's what he's using to, you know, makes shit disappear. Mm-hmm. Which, speaking of which, I had never heard this theory before. Have you heard the uh, the Tesla's a, tra- a time traveler theory, conspiracy theory? I just heard this. I just, or at least I just read it. Mm-hmm. So, apparently some people or somebody out there thinks that Tesla himself, Nikola Tesla was a time traveler from a different time, like a more advanced time in the future and came back to the time that he was at when he was making his inventions and that some of the side effects from his time travel was the white flashes that he would see prior to the inventions and stuff like that, that would come to his mind. You know, how he mm-hmm. talked about seeing white flashes and stuff and the dude continued the conspiracy theory saying that um, he was either killed by the government so mm. that they could get his, you know, papers, papers and stuff and his um, patents and all that jazz. And then the other part of the theory was that he actually wasn't killed. He was taken out of the public eye and kind of put to work almost like the paper clip clip dudes were where they were mm-hmm. just kind of, you know shoved away in a lab like some breaking bad heisenberg shit you know (laughs) so over here creating you know stuff and working on things like the philadelphia experiment Mm. stuff like that or whatever for the for the the government but the dude said that they that he thinks that when tesla was killed that they grabbed some of his dna and then Mm. they used that to try to clone him and that's how elon musk was created Hmm. not shitting you dude (laughs) (laughs) well and you know who got all of tesla's papers wasn't it um 
wasn't it what's his name the uh, the, the head of the raid or whatever was freaking donald trump's uncle or something oh john, was it john trump yeah oh really hmm. and in that um deathbed confession thing that mm-hmm. i sent you or i gave you yeah um they talk about the bushes one of the bushes was the shifts yeah um like working like the lab assistant of uh oh that's right tesla yeah and was trying to like steal uh information well edison was doing the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah edison was trying to you know because they were going back and forth between the direct current current alternating current and then Mm -hmm. tesla was all about the ether Mm -hmm. and the free free energy and stuff and they knew that you know how do you we must make money yeah, off how do you of make this? money off of that if mm-hmm. everybody's just getting stuff for free so yep. yeah they made him look crazy and sound crazy and that was part of that theory and then i'd never heard that he that elon musk was a dna test tube baby spawned from <laughs> it, you know? like, that's pretty badass but then think about it man nikola tesla elon musk made tesla mm-hmm. company famous i don't know man but the dude tied in some other stuff like their beliefs and theories and things like that are very like very similar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Check that shit out. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, another thing, kind of with the time travel that I think is really crazy, is uh, these stories about the time slips. Um, I've got three here. That I'll just kind of blast through because um, there's, you know, no way to, you know, validate yeah. it or validate it or anything. So there was one story. They're all um, debunked. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Snopes hear this. Yeah. Be big red stamp over. <laughs> yeah. Big our, X. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, after World War One, uh, there was a pilot. I believe it was in Scotland. He was flying. Mm. Um Flying somewhere, flew over this um, old airfield that was all, you know, kind of run down, had been closed down after the war. Um, on his trip back, he went into a really crazy storm, uh, kind of dropped down out of the clouds to see where he was, came across the, um, I think the storm cleared up, and then he came across that airfield and it was back in running order. There was like um, planes that he didn't know what they were. Um, guys out there in um, blue uniforms mm-hmm. working on them. Um, and then um, later on during World War II, that base opened back up with those planes. I think the guy w- w- went back there and saw that stuff and was saying this is what i saw when i flew over yeah i was just gonna say because i was a world war ii history buff you know Mm -hmm. and like the b-17s and b-24s and that sounds exactly like the ground air crews for the allied or the u.s air force army air force Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that one was pretty weird like did that guy somehow slip through into the future to see what was happening and then slip back out. Imagine that, another war going on. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it never ended. Yeah. Still um, going, huh? 
there was another one out of um, London. That, a story at this uh, police it's all officer. all these damn Brits in their time I travel. That's Jeez. what I was just thinking. Well, I got one stateside. So, oh, okay. uh, Americans. This uh, <laughs> police officer in London. I can't remember if this was in the 60s or the 70s. Uh, it's been a long time since I um, read about this one, but he was in a foot pursuit with some guy, um, chases him into an alley. As he comes around the corner, the guy is gone, and he you know, continues down the alley looking for him, doesn't see him, turns around, and out of the alley, there's like horse and carriages going by. What? And he's like, what the fuck just happened? And he was walking up and all the horses, all people walks out of the alley and it's all cars and everything again. Dude, that dude was running fast. (laughs) 88 miles an hour. (laughs) It's the Libyans. (laughs) And then the last one I had, this one is the state side. Debunked. Um, (laughs) Debunked. Damn Get white Americans. <laughs> this one was in uh, Shit. Louisiana, like rural. Oh, definitely. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Liars. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was two guys. Uh, I believe this one was took place in the 80s um, on a business trip, traveling down some um, like state highway with not a whole lot of traffic. Coming up to a car that's driving really slow. Super old, I think. They said it looked like it was from the 40s. So they go to pass it, get up next to it. There's a lady driving, a kid in the back, dressed in like 40s era clothes. The lady looked like completely freaked out. Um, so they're like, the passenger like rolled down the window and said, are you all right? And she just like kind of shook her head and they told her to pull over so they could help, you know, kind of figure out what's going on. They pull over. The driver's looking in his mirror, sees this car pull over. They get out, and the car's gone. Mm. Um, nowhere, like it didn't take off past them. Didn't turn around and go the other way. There wasn't any side roads, so they're just like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, they get in their car, take off down the road. They see another guy pulled over out of his car looking around. So they're like, did you see uh, it? They pull over, talk to the guy. He's had the same thing happen to him. And they had talked about going to the police, but they're like, everybody's going to think we're crazy. Yeah. We're not going to do that. So that that kind of stuff is <clears throat> kind of crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were a person in that position, like, and all of a sudden you're in a different time, like, fuck. Mm. On either and, side of it. Yeah. yeah. And and not sure if it's going to end or not. Like, wonder if, like, you get stuck. People that go missing, maybe that happens to some, some of them and they just don't get out of the slip or what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, supposedly that's part of the stuff we were talking about with the Mount Hermon and the, the Watchers and, you know, Nimrod building the tower to the Stargate. And it's almost like, have you heard the, well, there's Skinwalker Ranch mm-hmm. and then down in the, uh, I think it's the border of New Mexico and Arizona, there's supposedly like a a thinning of the 
ether or something like that that creates like a portal there where I guess there's been people down there that are, you know, hunting and doing normal stuff and they've seen like pterodactyls and like prehistoric mm. birds like all of a sudden flying around yeah, I've and heard about that. disappearing again and yeah. So I'd heard about the the pterodactyl stuff but not about that that uh yeah other part of it supposedly like i said supposedly there's a portal down there and it came up in my research of the nephilim and the fallen angels because uh, i think it's mount graham down in arizona same kind of thing it's a real high mountain peak something very similar to mount herman uh where uh the vatican had actually put a telescope okay yeah down on mount graham and it was like on some indian native american land and that was like sacred land to them and they had talked about i guess in their ancestors or whatever that there was giants that were seen in this area and the giants had come from that mountain which is back to the nephilim talk and Mm -hmm. i guess this um giant telescope thing is actually called the lucifer Mm mm-hmm that's funny because I was just listening to, um, oh God, what's his name? Joe Rogan's buddy. Tyson DeGrasse? No. Uh, the Mike Baker. He's always on. Yeah. Not in the agency. <laughs> the grappler guy. Um, oh, Eddie Bravo? Yeah. He was, I just watched a clip and last week with him talking about that thing. Yeah. So like I said, it, it came up in my research on the on the uh fallen angels and the 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 watchers descending which interesting enough i i literally have not gotten off that topic uh on my own and <laughs> i just came across a, a a dude that was talking about the mount herman was actually 33 33.3 degrees north of the and 33 degrees point three degrees east of the original like kind of prime meridian in that area so 33 yeah. masons mm-hmm. yeah third of the angels mm-hmm. 33 uh, is yeah yeah my mind was blown <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i don't know man some of the time travel stuff i i think is to me sounds like it'd be fun you know it's fun stuff to talk about but i know people think that time is a dimension i kind of personally think that it's human made you know, I had this conversation with a dude at my gym the other day and he was talking crazy shit like entropy and all kinds of like, he's an engineer and talking like real science and, uh, not shit dip science. Yeah. Like not that. our science. I mean, he was talking the real deal. Science um, in the workplace. Yeah, but anyway, you know, I just, I know that in the Ford and in, in the, you know, dimension, it's like, you know, length, width, depth and time is you know, the four dimensions or whatever. And then in, when you get into string theory, there's nine, 10 or 11 dimensions or whatever. But I don't know. Part of me kind of thinks that time is a human construct. Cause you hear all these people with near death experiences, people that have died and either gone to hell or people that have died and gone to heaven or whatever. And every single one of them says the same thing. Like there was no time. Mm-hmm. There was no talking. Everything was telepathic communication. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of wonder if we were here and we didn't have clocks or we were ancient and we didn't have anything other to do than just watch the sunrise and the sunset, you know. Yeah, and, would you age? Yeah. Type of shit? It's I mean, just I've been 
put into our heads, you know, this is yeah. what you do. Yeah. And like he, and he mentioned that my buddy, you know, he was talking about, you know, everything is still dying. Trees are still, you know, plants are still have a lifespan or whatever. So that's why time is a dimension. But like I said, if I didn't know what time it was, and you remember being a kid where it was like your summers felt like they lasted forever. Mm-hmm. Summer 69 was that way. Yeah. According to Brian <laughs> Adams. <laughs> Uh, Uh, i forgot about that tech string that yeah we did a long time ago anyway (laughs) but yeah and then the other stuff is like the buddhists believe that time is cyclical that it's not linear and some of that comes back into their you know reincarnation theory and Mm -hmm. i thought that that was wild because you know in the buddhist mount or in the in that area of tibet there, everybody seems to be trying to go there to get this Chale Chakra information. Like, um, Blavatsky, Madame Blavatsky traveled there and went underground in some Tibet monastery and came up with like all this cultic stuff. The Nazis traveled to Tibet and were doing the same. Damn, dude. Jeez. Amateur hour. Goddamn. We've all done it tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, it's, it's cool. But yeah, Tibet to me just—I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't have anything to do with time travel, but just crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, I think we've pretty much rounded it out. Where there's a, another dude that you know, kind of all the crazy people that come out talking about time travel and stuff. Um, there's a guy that was making the conspiracy talk circuit that uh andrew uh basaggio that was talking about how he was a part of that montauk project and he was like i mean some of it's pretty interesting to hear but then he's like yeah and i was sent back to uh tell george washington to take his troops out of new york and otherwise it would be decimated oh jeez corny mm-hmm. like, just ruined and it. he you know he references in his writings that you know some angels had talked to him and he was talking about me and I'm like oh my god dude yeah you shut the fuck up hey. yeah so like i said some of that time travel stuff <clears throat> a lot of the people that they that i read stories about they'd you know given predictions or whatever prophecies and then they turned to be they weren't real, and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that means that, that time travel is probably not real. Yeah, but like the John Titer shit, mm-hmm. teeter tighter. Fuck you, want to say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one story. If we got time, we still got time. Yeah, two minutes. Okay, I don't have time then. No, that's all right. Hmm. Well, we'll kick that off with the next one. Yeah. All right. All right. I well, didn't know that. I mean. There goes time for you. Yeah, and yeah. we've been. We're going to time long. travel yeah. next time <laughs> into this episode and tell this story about time travel. Yeah. So. Just watch out for the Libyans. Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys just uh, make sure that you're on edge of your seat waiting. But no, for seriously, um, if you like what you're hearing or whatever, please give us a feedback, um, like, share, whatever, and then uh, if you don't. Also give us some feedback so that we can improve. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that rounds this cool. one out. I guess uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about time travel 
uh, in the beginning with Jake's episode. And, and chemtrails. Chemtrails. Mm-hmm. All Breathe right. it in, folks. Breathe it Breathe in. Breathe it in. You're going to be sick next week. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. Later. <laughs>